ever after true? I'm more of a chaser, really. The wicked leader is he who the people despise. The good leader is he who the people revere. The great leader is he who the people say, we did it ourselves. Welcome to Chase After Truth, a podcast about Quidditch and about trying to find truth in life. One of the courses that I took for my uh, Master's Science in Sport Management is uh, Sport Leadership. Uh, leadership in Sport, or Leadership in Kinesiology, I honestly don't remember exactly, but it was a great class, a lot of fun. One of my favorite parts about that class was near the beginning when, uh, in the textbook, I think it's the whole of chapter four or something like that, is dedicated to the difference between leadership and management. And I got to say, uh, for those listeners who don't know or don't know me, I'm on the autism spectrum. And the stereotype of uh, people like me on the autism spectrum is we're very literal. We like clear, uh, defined things. And uh, often people who are autistic do well in science and computers and so forth. Uh, a stereotype holds to me pretty well. I really enjoyed going through what the difference between leadership and management was. And, and I will say up front, uh, that's what I'm going to go over in this podcast episode, and, and I will say up front that uh, the chapter begins by saying there's different schools of thought. Some people see it as a semantic difference uh, or, you know, that there's no way to define the difference between them or whatever, but uh, this, the school of thought that the textbook subscribed to, that I do as well, of course, because I'm biased and I enjoyed that chapter of the textbook, is that leadership and management are uh, different functions, different actions and processes. One person can do both, but they are different things. So essentially in the, in the paradigm that the book is um, drawing on, leadership is uh, forward thinking. It's about the future. It's about looking at the present and determining what the future potential is. Management is about executing that vision. It's about looking at the present and saying what are the actual concrete steps that have to be taken by different people in order to get us from here to that point. Um, so in a very large organization, the leadership is the, the executives, and then they delegate the actual tasks to reach their vision to the various managers, and the managers execute that as management. Um and I really enjoyed that because it it is so easy to miss that both of those pieces have to be working for an organization to be successful. Especially in Quidditch where a lot of the organizations are kind of on the small side. You have a bunch of new players. You have a few veterans who are just kind of running the team between them. Someone runs for president or is just appointed president or whatever. And you just kind of assume that they're in charge of everything. But really, those are the leadership and the management are two functions. Now, one very skilled person could do both, absolutely. But it, I don't think that there should be any shame in someone saying, look, I don't have the management skills to pull this off. I need, like, for whatever reason, everyone believes in me to be the leader. I'm willing to be the leader. I'm willing to be the president. But I need a right-hand man or woman or gender nonconforming, non-binary individual um, because uh, it, the, the, the minutiae, the details, being detail-oriented is a very big part of management. Also, having interpersonal skills at a high level 
being extroverted really helps that um, because you've got to constantly be in communication with everyone. Introverts and people from guest culture tend to be, and God, God help you if you're both of those at once, tend to feel like, oh, I don't want to text them too much. I don't want to call them too much. I'll just ask them at the meeting. Good management is always proactive. Uh, no, let's make sure everyone has their thing done now. I'm going to text everyone on the team individually. I'm going to find out where everyone's at with this assignment we have or whatever. Um, so yeah, leadership and management, both very important, can be done by the same person, but they're not the same function. Leadership is about the future. It's about determining what the potential of the organization is and uh, setting a goal and getting everyone to believe in it, getting everyone to buy in. It's not necessarily that you have to be extroverted to do it, um, but it really helps if you have strong conviction, strong beliefs, you have a, a strong will to say, I believe we can go to regionals, or I believe we can have you know a team that has this whatever success, or even just something as simple as I believe we can make go USQ official, because right now that's a pain in the ass all by itself. Uh, that's a leadership thing. Then you have to look at the people and say, I can motivate everyone to do this. I can, I believe that we can do this, and I believe that I can make you all believe this as well. That's leadership, and that's kind of rare. I think I don't think everyone has that. I don't think I have that. I think that some people have it and others don't. And I don't know exactly how you go about getting it if you don't have it, but I would suppose that you have to think about people and think about thinking a lot to get to that point. Uh, management, I think, is a little more tangible. It's just can you get better at it, a.k.a. can you be detail-oriented can you be interpersonal? Can you do both of those things at once? Can you manage? Can you create spreadsheets? Do you like spreadsheets? Because management is about taking uh, everyone to the place that leadership says we're going to go. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of making sure that if there's someone who's handling the money, that's normally management. If there's someone handling jerseys, uh, that's management. If there's someone handling... Uh, you know, getting everyone to make sure they know the rules and getting uh, your referee crew trained up and everything. That's management. The coaching can is kind of an interesting thing. Coaching can might be either one or both, depending on how the coach is operating. The coach might be taking their marching orders from the president. The president might say, okay, we're, our goal is to go to nationals. And the coach is like, all right, nationals. That means we're going to need beaters who are this good, changers are this good. We're going to need... You know, to recruit more players, to have enough people, and making all those things happen. That would be management sort of based coaching. Uh, leadership coaching would be where the, the actual team captain or coach is actually saying, or I guess the head coach specifically is saying, okay, like I've watched you guys play. I believe we can take ourselves to the next level. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to teach you the skills you need in order to be successful to do that. So it's that visionary sort of. Uh, idea that that's what makes leadership and it's very hard for an organization to survive long term without good leadership good visionary leadership but it's also necessary but not sufficient because uh, a team with good visionary leadership but poor execution is like yeah we can do this we can all go to nationals we can go and win games in nationals and then no one's stepping up and saying, all right, well, then we need to get better. We need to run laps. We need to, no one's saying, no one's saying that, no one's making that happen. And no one's contradicting the leader 
who's saying, yeah, we can go to nationals. And no one's like, oh, how? Everyone's just like, like, okay. But no one actually goes and gets beaters throwing against the wall to develop their technique and then gets, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of busy work and hard work, dirty work to get from where you are to a better place. And management is trying to prod you along the path to get there. One of my favorite quotes about uh, the difference between leadership and management is that management is a mechanistic process versus leadership is a social process. Leadership is looking at the people and motivating them to get to the next step, believing in them, believing that we're setting achievable, setting achievable goals. And then management is about accountability to reach those goals. It's about uh, assigning duties and ensuring they get done. It's about can, checking in, connecting with everyone to keep them on the path to get to where the goals are. And I think you need both of those. Obviously, you need both of those large organizations often You'll see some really large organizations that have very good management, even excellent management, but without good leadership, without visionary leadership, without a sense of what the future of the organization is, it's hard to be successful long term. You'll also see organizations with good leadership, visionary leadership, idealistic leadership, but without that attention to detail, there's just there's just no getting there long term. I think... Uh, it makes sense for the top person in your organization to be your leader. You look at everyone and say, who among all of these people has the most passion, has the best, biggest ideas? Can we really follow this person? Because it's with managers, uh, it's in managers and subordinates, you'll report to the manager. But with leaders, they inspire followers. That's the idea of it. Who do here do we believe we can follow? And it doesn't have to be the president or the captain or the head coach, but it should be someone that everyone is drawing their drawing their inspiration from. And that, that should come with some kind of leadership position because if they're saying, okay, this is our vision, this is our goal, we're going to get to nationals, we're going to go to this tournament, whatever. But then they report to someone and that other person is... You know, like, all right, well, whatever you say, you know, that it, it kind of rings a little bit hollow. Who is the real person in charge of this team? Now, of course, it makes sense that if you have a very visionary leadership uh, captain and then you have a head coach who's more logistics, I think that's good. That's kind of how we were for a while. Uh, Victoria Spartans, our captain, was our visionary leader and the coach who was me was more logistics, more all right, let's get get everyone their jerseys, get everyone uh, their paid up and their dues. Let's get the carpool set up. All of that's sort of sort of day to day logistics, and that's something that you know I don't think I'm great at, but I'm good at, and it's important for to have someone be able to do all of that for the team. One uh, thing I wanted to touch on briefly was that. Um, well, actually, these were two topics that I think I might record several podcasts on in, in the future also, but I briefly wanted to touch on uh, jerseys are a really good example of having good management. You need good management to have the jerseys lined up ahead of time, get everyone's jersey numbers, get orders, have the money for it ready, have extra jerseys, uh, getting everyone's, or uh, you know, just getting everything ready. One shortcut on that that I like to use is to paint the jerseys, to actually, and when I first uh, joined the Quidditch team in California, we had a painting party. 
Everyone painted their own jersey, and I learned in that moment how easy it was to paint a jersey. You just need a Dollar Tree brush and some fabric paint that they sell real cheap at a bunch of places. And uh, you just put a little piece of cardboard if you have any, if you have anyone who drinks a lot of sodas, you got plenty of cardboard lying around. Um, you know, you just put a little cardboard in the shirt, paint the thing, let it dry, it's all good, it's ready to go. Um, you'd be surprised how easy it is to to paint um, the number. And then if you get a little practice, you can even paint the names on the jerseys because that's what I did for my teams for a while. The other uh, thing that I might record in a separate podcast on is um, really the, 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 the leadership loop or the decision loop, which I guess is sort of partially leadership, partially management. So I will record another podcast on it. But basically how you make decisions, it's what's called the OODA loop. It's um, observe orient decide act this sort of loop that you're going through at all times and and all of us are going through at all times but also organizations go through uh at all times you take in information you are trying to to orient yourself to what's most important filter it i guess you could say so you can also call it oofta loops because you're uh, filtering it deciding what to do based on that information and then the decision leads you to act and as you're acting, you're then taking in new information, new, and you're making new orientation, new decisions, and so forth. But if you uh, have something that that there's a sluggishness in your process, if there's a sluggishness between observing and orienting, or between deciding and acting, that's a big vulnerability. That's a big vulnerability on the Quidditch pitch. It's also a big vulnerability for your leadership and your management. If you're, if you're a team that's devoted to democracy, but the democracy is making you act sluggish, that's very risky. That's part of why there's almost no pure democracies in the world. It's almost always representational democracy. That's what we have in the United States. We don't actually vote except for the absolutely terrible California system of direct democracy where you can do vote on propositions. Those are, those are so bad. Um, normally, what most of us do in the U.S. is elect representatives who pass the rules make the rules, pass the laws, whatever, because uh, it's easier for smaller groups to act and make decisions rather than larger groups. So uh, not that I'm saying democracy is is terrible, but it it may be a little overrated. So keep that in mind as you're deciding on the structure of your team. This is the drill of the week. This is the drill of the week. The drill of the week is such a a weird podcast topic for drill of the week. I actually thought about skipping it, but... I think I'll, I'll take this moment to introduce a, an idea um, that you can use, especially when starting up your team, is you basically pull together a big list of to-do lists, right? Here's a to-do list, and it, this is really important when starting a team because you've got to uh, you've got to do all kinds of stuff relating to the jerseys and investigating with USQ, contacting USQ, developing uh, your team, building the equipment, everything. There's a big list of things you need to do. And as you put this list up and you start offering, can anyone who's going to uh, divvy it up? Because not everyone should, no, you shouldn't have one person do everything. Uh, you know, all right, we're going to have all these people here. Uh, we're going to have everyone, everyone together is going to do paint the jerseys. Maybe it makes it a little easier. But you still, and build the equipment even. But you still have a bunch of things that kind of are single person jobs. Take a little time to say, okay, I'm going to open up. Anyone can do this job, whatever. You know, it's important, but anyone can do it. And, uh, but you have someone recording everything and you have someone everyone's accountable to. And that person's probably the president uh, or your manager, team manager or whatever. And that person is your management figure because they're the one who says, okay, 
I'm going to check with each of you in a week, and we'll see what progress we made on all these things. And that's really, uh, that's not the same thing as leadership. Leadership maybe is someone say, okay, we need to do it this way because this way we'll have good management. Uh, maybe you haven't identified who your leader is on the team, and maybe you haven't held elections yet. But the manager should emerge, and everyone should learn accountability to the manager kind of like right off the bat. So just a little fun little thought experiment for those of you who are listening and thinking about starting a team in the future. You never know when you might start a team. Are you a seeker? A seeker after truth? I'm more of a chaser, really. So yeah, if you made it all the way through this episode, thank you very much for listening. And hopefully it gave you some food for thought, some leadership and management things to consider. And uh, yeah, uh, feel free to reach out. As always, I'm on Twitter at HowToPlayQuid. And uh, I'm also active on Facebook. Uh, Victoria Quidditch, which I run, is still making snitch shorts. I just mailed out a pair uh, just today. And um, still running the uh, package, which mostly is all free online. So I've got people downloading stuff free online. But I also mailed the package to a new startup team. And I'm really happy because I just got some pictures of them um, with all the materials. So I'm really happy. So um, I do this. I don't do this to make money. I mean, I charge money just because I don't want to spend all my own money. I'm already kind of broke, so I just need it to pay for itself. But I'm happy to donate the time and energy to uh, contribute to the Quidditch community. So, uh, yeah, until next time, this is Leo Enriquez signing off for Chaser After Truth.